Hey everybody, welcome to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with your host, licensed Christian counselors, Dr. Kim and Naomi. Each episode, you will hear the truth of the Word of God in a relaxed, real, and authentic conversation that help you navigate the issues in life and help you stay in the lane God has for you. So grab your coffee and listen to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with Dr. Kim and Naomi. Hello, Nay. That's a different introduction. Yes, it is, because I didn't just jump in and say, hey, how you doing? Yeah, it's nice. That's refreshing. Is it? <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, it is. Well, look at us. We're starting something new then. Yeah. I just basically said, hey, Nay. Yeah. Nice. What did you do Anyways. this morning? What did I do? Um, had a little workout with Yeah, I got up with early Viv. read my devotional, which I liked because it, um, it's on a good subject. And mm-hmm. I, I think we've, I don't know if we've centered one podcast on this or if we just kind of gave little nuggets, but it's on bitterness. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was in Sparkling Gems this morning. Yeah. And it was talking about um, Esau. Yeah. And so I went to the scriptures and just dug a little further and was in Genesis and Second Kings and Ephesians. So it was nice. It was nice. I love those mornings. So I did that. And Have you sat on your new deck? That's what I want to know. I have a little bit, but it's been really chilly in the mornings. That's the best time. Like crazy. Go get cool. you a fuzzy blanket and sit out there uh, with your coffee. It's a little, little too chilly. Really? Yeah. Really? I love my new deck, though. It's beautiful. I love it. They did a great job. Yeah. Because you never know the colors, you know. I picked them out, but I was like, uh, how do, you know, is it going to no, mesh well? It looks they're perfect. Great. Yeah. I love it. Nice. Um, And then I... Uh, my daughter trains me on Fridays. Every Friday? Yeah, I've been trying to do it every Friday. Uh-huh. And uh, she can be vicious. Oh, I could see that she in Miss Viv. Uh, a little person, but uh-huh. she's uh, got a lot she's of feisty some, in her. Some power in the punch. Yeah. Gotcha. So, um, and I think she enjoys torturing me. Yeah. A little bit. I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, she is, because she, uh, she worked out the other day, and her legs and glutes and all that were sore. And so she has to demonstrate some of the movements for me, and she had to get on the ground showing me some ab workouts. And then uh, I just gave her a little kick in the butt. And I was supposed to be done with my workout, and she's like, well, because of the kick in the butt, I want you to hold this position for 30 seconds. Look, it came right she back is, at you. Yeah. Wow. Vicious. Eye for an eye with her. Yeah, right. <laughs> she needs to read her Bible. Yeah. That's I mean, all I yeah, got to say. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's fun. Um, I'm enjoying that. And then um, that's about it, really. Gotcha. What about you? I just had my, you know, my morning time, did a lot of reading, talked to my family, which, you know, we always talk in the morning, mm-hmm. so that's always good. That's nice. My dad started a new thing where he um, 
he is giving us um, Bible questions every week. Oh. Yeah. So he'll put, right now he's giving us questions out of Old Testament. So he'll put a question out there and then we have to figure it out. Really? Yeah. It's kind of fun. That's a great idea. Yeah. So are you guys not doing the... Um our um, Saturday actual yeah Bible study well that's kind of on and off just because uh, one sister her son has soccer on Saturday mornings and um, my dad he has an old car um, that he purchased I can't remember what it is um, like a 1940 something and he puts it in car shows and he has won first place four times. Wow. Yeah, he has. That's really cool. Uh-huh. He actually, he said he wanted to win three times to give each of us girls a trophy. And his wife, Carol, said, Dan, they don't want your trophy. Aww. And he said, well, they're going to get it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so, um, yeah, he's been winning a lot with that car. I have to show you a picture. Yeah. I can't show oh, everybody. Oh, I think I did. No, I think I saw it when he let, uh, he actually let Reed drive it. Yes, and he let Jennifer drive it, and I don't know about that. What do you mean? Well, Jen's They already did it. I know. <laughs> so what do you mean? Yeah. Like you I, wouldn't have, or is that what you're saying? No, not me. Oh. I think Dad, he was he was rethinking that. Oh. <laughs> does he make face expressions like you do? Yes, he does. Really? Mm-hmm. I was thinking this morning, like, that would probably be the only one good thing about us doing a YouTube, is that I could see if I really do make faces like, you My do. My husband insists. You do, Naomi. I do? Yes. Wait you. a minute. What? You don't have a poker face. You totally make faces. Really? Yeah. Well, see, the reason why I'm confused about it is that my husband will totally over-exaggerate the face I'm making. Okay? Like, you know how he is a big goofball? Oh, I could see him over-exaggerating. So I don't really believe what he's trying to show me because it's not what my face looks like. I know he's over-exaggerating it. He's over-exaggerating it, but there's some truth to it. <laughs> what? She just made a face at me. You're making faces? <laughs> You're a face maker? <laughs> really? I want to know what I look like. We Am could... I constantly, is it a constant making faces? No. Like, how do you not make faces? Come on. Like, who wants to talk and, like, be poker face all the time? Well, to me, that would mean, that would, we would be monotone. Like, right. are we gonna, just going to sit here? Hello, people. Today, we're doing a podcast. Right. And I think. With no emotion? Yeah. I That's think, not us. I think you've got to make faces to match what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Are you poker face in your office? That's what I want to know. 
I mean, you were in there yesterday. Was I? I wasn't really paying attention yeah, to you exactly. yesterday. You know, <laughs> I'm sorry. I was paying attention to the thing that we were doing. Who do I trust? I could ask. Speaking of trust, hey, we're talking about that today. Nice segue. I didn't even plan that. Nice segue. Because you guys know we don't script this. No, that was pretty good, Nay. Yeah, because. We're talking about the difference between trust and forgiveness. Yeah. Forgiveness comes first. Trust can't, has to be yeah, earned. Yeah. You can't trust somebody without forgiving them first. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, I think so. But, um, yeah, I think, I think this is a huge, like, huge struggle for everyone forgiveness I do too and I know we've talked about forgiveness in our podcast before but I think people get hung up on what forgiveness is versus what trust is yeah so should we give them the definitions yeah let's go over that because it's completely different and people could be holding on to unforgiveness because they're meshing that with trust yeah that's dangerous it is dangerous yeah um so what does what does Let's start with forgiveness. What does that say? Okay. It says um, it's an act or process of forgiving. And then you found something that said um, a decision to not hold something against another person despite what they have done to you. It's Mm. a choice. Yeah. It's a choice. I like that one. Because, you know, we've talked about this. I know we we just uh, said something a few minutes ago about bitterness. But if you don't forgive, then you're going to end up with a bitter heart. Yeah. And your heart is going to become hardened. And it's just going to be even that much more harder to forgive and then to trust someone. Yeah, and I don't know how to put it in words and explain that the unforgiveness hurts you the most. Like, it's not... It's almost like you've drank poison, okay? That's how I see it, is if you're in unforgiveness, you've drank the poison. Now you got to try to get that poison out of your body. Yeah. Because you got to counteract it. It is. You know what I mean? It's almost like this. Have you heard that, like, if you spill red wine on your carpet, Uh you're supposed to, like, counteract it with white wine or with Sprite? Oh. Yeah. So that's how I see unforgiveness. Like, it's you've, you've drank the poison. You have made the choice to be bitter and unforgiving. So now you got all this yuck. It is yucky. Yeah, in you. It's very yucky. So now you got to like dissolve the yuck. Right. So how are you going to do that? Because unforgiveness does not stay internal. It comes out of you. Oh yeah, it does come out of you. It it and you may not realize it. Like it 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 actually can cause physical illnesses in you. Absolutely. I mean, a perfect example is um, my mom. She held on to bitterness for 25 plus years and it ruined her body physically. It ruined her body. And everything that did happen with her body, it was a hundredfold. It 
it was worse than what it really was. Right. Because she just lived in this state of constant, well, it was just a constant yuck and bitterness and unforgiveness. It comes and out in anger. Anger. Like you're always like, got a chip on you. Um, it causes you to be like untrusting of others. Yeah, you know? I don't know how you can... I just don't see a way where you can trust somebody if something has happened with that person, how you're going to trust them if it doesn't start with you with unfor with forgiveness. forgiveness. Right, right. So it's, um, I don't know where or why we as humans get in our mind that it's something that like we have to not give because it's a punishment for the other person like where did that come from you think like I why do we know. think <laughs> we have to like because i think that that's a big reason is that people don't want to forgive it's because they think it's punishing the other person and it's whole well like our but definition it's says it's it's a decision or a choice to not hold something against another so if you're not forgiving you're holding you're you're holding something against them but here's the weird thing what the enemy does with unforgiveness is you think that you're punishing the right. other person but in all honesty you are being held in bondage yeah you're punishing yourself you're punishing yourself like Be they're going about their day i was just gonna say that not they're even not, not even thinking about you in the yeah <laughs> in the offense that they caused you yeah sometimes people don't even know they cause an offense and you mm -hmm. haven't approached that person mm -hmm. to say hey i always like to tell my clients to come with the coming in low and saying yeah. hey you may not realize that you did this or that you said this but when you did you made me feel this blah, way blah, 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 blah. yeah um a lot of times it's miscommunication or people don't definitely know, but miscommunication why do we think that we're punishing them because guess what you're not no you're, you're not just, punishing them at all you are just giving the enemy a foothold and you uh he's grabbing a hold of you and now you're in bondage right Exactly. Why do you why do you want to be held in bondage by the enemy? We're we're not supposed to like the enemy. He's bad. No. Yeah. So why do you want to give him any sort of part of you? Because you you have to go back to look about look at the word about what forgiveness does. Like that was the whole one of the main reasons one of the main reasons that Jesus died on the cross was for forgiveness of sins because God cannot be near sin. Right. So the problem was is that the real root problem is that when sin entered, we were not able. We were there was no way we could fellowship with God anymore. Yeah, because of sin. Yeah, because of what Adam and Eve did and so something had to Something had to be done about it. Yeah. So there had to be a there had to be a um, a, a blood sacrifice and um, an atonement mm -hmm. for those sins. Which that's in Ephesians um, one seven that it talks about the redemption 
it says, in him, Jesus, we have redemption through his blood, mm. the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Mm-hmm. So, like, it doesn't, it, it only hurts ourselves. Um, and you have to think about it. Um, forgiveness is a sin. So, see, the problem, and here we go, here we go. The problem is, is that you're torturing yourself, but you're also putting distance between you and the Lord. Yeah. You're putting that barrier back up. Yeah. You're dividing. That is the most, your relationship with Christ should be the most important thing in the entire world. Yeah. And so you have to realize that you're actually Mm -hmm. putting a barrier up. So this is why then you, your life starts to get a little chaotic. Yep. And you're finding that, wow, trouble is finding me and I don't know why. Yeah. And I'm starting to have problems with other people in my relationships because of my anger, my attitude, mm-hmm. and my roughness now and my hardness. Yeah. You know, think about it. It's because God isn't, you're, you're not close to the Lord when you're holding unforgiveness. No, you're not. It's not possible. Mm-hmm. Like you're pretty much saying, yeah, Jesus died on the cross, but... So what? Yeah. I mean, he literally, Jesus hanging on the cross said, Lord, he didn't even want to see if he wouldn't have done that. He would have carried unforgiveness into his death, which is a sin. Yeah. But he released that. Yeah. He made the choice. Look, people, it's that easy. Yeah. It's re- it's a speaking it out. It's yeah. saying, I choose. Like he yeah. prayed it's and said, decision. God, Please forgive them for they do not know what they do. Yeah. Please forgive them. While he was hanging on the cross, people. Yes. God's not asking yes. you to do that. Uh, no. No, not but at all. But it's a choice. See, that's what we want you to understand is forgiveness is a choice. And you could say, I choose to forgive because my Lord and Savior commanded me to. Yeah. Just say that. You know, there could be some really, really horrible things that people have done to other people. There is betrayal, oh my um, physical hurt, molestation, mis- mistrust, all of that, and it's very, very, very hurtful it is. I'm for not sure. It's easy. Yeah, it's not easy, but you have to have you have to have the eyes of Christ, and for no other reason, if you forgive, you just forgive because that's what Christ would want you to do. Right. That's, that's the, I mean, if that's all that you can muster up, yeah, then we have to do it. I do want to read because we were talking about atoning and you pulled Mm -hmm. that scripture of 1 John 2, 2. Oh yeah. It's a good one. Um, Do you want to read that? Sure. And then I'm going to read one in Psalms. Oh, let's see. 1 John 2, 2, it says, And he himself is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the whole world. Is that the one you were talking about? Um, you told me 1 John 2, 2 was talking about the atoning sacrifice for our sins. Yeah, I think it was just a different version. Oh, okay. This is New yeah. King. Okay. But it, he's the atoning. Yeah. Yeah, atonement for our sins, or right. propitiation for yeah. our sins. And then Psalm 103, um, 103, 5 and 6. That can't be it. That can't be it. No, you got Psalm 103, 12. Oh, I'm sorry. What am I thinking? Yes. 
forgiveness. This is God's forgiveness. It says, as far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. God's not holding on to our... You know, you it just came to me, like, and I've never prayed this, but you could literally pray, Lord, <clears throat> um, you know, take this unforgiveness and throw it as far as to the east to the west like you do. Yeah. And don't let me take it back. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I pray a scripture back because we're supposed to be, we are in the image of God and mm -hmm. we're supposed to be and act like Jesus. So mm -hmm. just remember what Jesus did on the cross for that's forgiveness. The, like if you thing. would let your mind, if you would completely uncomplicate it. Right. Don't think about, see, you got your eyes again focused on the offense. Right. And put your eyes on Jesus on the cross. Yeah, that offense is out there. And guess what? The Lord sees it and he yes. says, vengeance is mine. Right. So he sees it and he's going to take care of whatever needs to be taken care of. You don't need to do that. Yes. All you need to do, we need to do is yes. just... We if have you, to be forgiving. Right. Because if you want them to like be punished or you want them to feel something, put that in the hands of God and yeah. let him take care and of you it need because to have, he won't let it go. He, they're going to have to answer the Lord. But guess what? You're yeah. going to have to answer the Lord if you hold on to that unforgiveness. Yeah. Because that's only going to stop you from the Lord using you. Yes. And moving forward like I said, in life. you're making that barrier. Yeah. He's not going to grant you things to do if you're holding on to unforgiveness. Yeah. Like, he he's can't. not going to use you if you've got a heart full of bitterness and unforgiveness. Yeah. It's, yeah. But let's kind of relate what that means with trust. Yeah. Um, because I don't want people, again, to get hung up on, well, if I forgive them, that they think they have to trust this person. Now, some relationships, and we've said this, are mm -hmm. not going to be restored. Yeah, some aren't. Um, they, some, some just can't be restored, and, you know, for whatever reason, mm -hmm. they can't. I know there's been relationships in my life that they can never be restored. And... I think the main reason on that is that it takes two people to change. Yeah. T two people for restoration. Yeah. So if one person has made uh, changes in their life that was maybe um, causing some of the issues and the other one hasn't, mm -hmm. then they, they can't reconcile mm -hmm. together. And that's okay. Um, and hopefully if, you know, if it's an issue between two believers, hopefully that uh, relationship can be restored in heaven. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. Um, trust, you know, we said earlier that trust has to be earned. Mm -hmm. And uh, a definition for trust is a person on whom or thing on which one relies. Mm. Trust. So trust is a deep it is. It really, it really is something that has to be earned, and it's earned by your actions and your behaviors mm. and your words. Yeah. So all of it, all not of it. just one of them, one of the, those things. And you know, I think um, a really important thing, if it is a relationship that you're looking to restore, let's say it's between a husband and wife, um, and trust has been broken. It's very important that the person that was um, hurt 
that they speak out their needs. Don't assume that the person that's earning it is going to know right. all the right things to do mm -hmm. to make that person feel better and to, um, again, um, earn them or being able to rely on them and trust them mm -hmm. and not have critical thoughts about it or uh, doubts. Right. So it's important that this person speaks out and says, you know, I, I need you to do A, B, C, and D. And mm -hmm. it could evolve and change. You yeah. know, it's it's just like um, also trusting your children. You you have kind of a tight rope on them when they're young, and then mm -hmm. you see how their character develops by their actions, their yeah. behaviors, and their words. Yeah. And then you loosen up a little bit because they're showing that I can trust them. Their character right. is of integrity. Right. And, and that's the that's same. the whole goal is to be believers of integrity. Right. And this is why it's important to set those um, expectations and those boundaries up so that trust can be earned. Yeah. You can't just be like, okay, I'm sorry, I'll never do that again. But then let's talk about this with trust because I've come in contact with a lot of people and they kind of had a, have a cynical heart and mind and they just, they're walking around this earth saying that I don't trust one single person. You know, and I get that. I get that you can't trust everyone. But not one person? Yeah. Because I wasn't even at that place. I know. Um, well, let me think. You know. There was a time where I said, you know, I only, I can only trust the Lord God. But ultimately me, you can yeah, he, ultimately he is the most trustworthy but i don't think people. i don't think this is what i think i i think that your peace will be disrupted yeah if you don't trust anybody how do you grow i don't know how you grow by yourself how, how well you do and god doesn't even want you to, do, want that. You to do that he wants you to be in relationship with people and I get when people, when they lose trust with other people, it's damaging. Mm -hmm. It is truly damaging. But somehow you've got to get to a place of opening your heart so that when people are using words or behaviors or actions to try to come back in reconciliation, that your heart isn't so hardened. Yeah, because sometimes you could ruin it yourself, and I've seen this before, where they are so untrusting yeah. of the person that when the person tries, they... They just turn their cheek. They do, and then I'm like, you're not encouraging the behavior that you want. Yeah. You're actually discouraging yeah. the actual behavior you you're want counteract out of this You're person. counteracting it. You have to fight through those emotions yeah. of like I don't. He's just he's just doing that because you know he wants this or that. I've and, heard clients say, and that's say, the enemy though. He's just he's just doing that for a short period of time. It's going to yeah. stop, or he wants something in return. You have to fight through that. You gotta you gotta count that as a victory for the day, for the moment, for the yeah. minute. Yeah, count it as a victory. If you don't encourage good behavior, and then it will stop. I mean, who's going to continue? Who's going to continue they, to try? You know, now I have, I have encouraged um, 
the person that needs to earn and I have warned them about this and I said look you're gonna have to persevere through this because if you stop what what is the message yeah what is the message will be and this person can say see I was right uh -huh. they, they stopped they don't really care they stopped after a few months and that's the enemy uh -huh. working in there and both sides so yeah <laughs> I have told you know it's usually the male unfortunately that hey you're gonna have to keep at keep it persevering through it keep persevering even and, as and hard as it her is how much you love her and yeah. cherish her you have to fight through that yeah. you know and not because the bible says to do things without wanting something in return that's right we're supposed yeah. to do it from the heart where yeah. we truly do love yeah because look at all that god does for us and sometimes we don't give him the love in return and i think you know for the person that is has been hurt i think that they have to give that other person they just have to give them a chance yeah they yep. just i mean listen god's given us how many chances oh my goodness a gazillion oh yeah and i think you know as hard as it is you've got to open that doorway so that trust can be rebuilt and if you made and at this point, you probably have. If you made the the choice to forgive, the next step is to trust. Yeah. So you can't just forgive and stop if this is a relationship that you want to restore. Mm -hmm. um, Can I read this scripture from yeah. Proverbs? Yes. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Yeah. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He shall direct your paths. So if you're having a problem trying to trust somebody, okay, well, go to the Lord. Yeah. Trust that the Lord knows best. Yeah. And if you trust the Lord, He's going to He's, he's going to point you in the right direction. And yeah. I have to believe that direction is He's going to start to work on your heart. And but you got to ask Him in. That's a really good point because you. God is the one that puts that love in you. Mm -hmm. That's the only way we're able to love is from yeah. Him. And if you take this relationship and put it in God's hands and say, Lord, I'm going to trust you because you have to remember He's all-knowing. He knows yeah. the other person's heart. Yep. He knows your heart. He knows if it, it's even going to be restored. Yeah. So either way, you're going to turn out to be a better person because you walked through yeah. forgiveness and you've walked through a trust process and you've walked through leaning on the Lord in this. So either way, but I always said, if you trust in the Lord and he's not telling you to remove this person from your life and he's telling you to stick with it, then mm -hmm. you have to trust that the end result will be for good. Yeah. And, and also in that, you know, that's an experience that the Lord is allowing mm -hmm. maybe for your refinement or the other person's refinement, but then God's going to use that experience through mm -hmm. you and you may be able to help somebody else. Right through that you may be able to walk through somebody else's situation and guide them into forgiveness right right i think that's a you know that's a big thing forgiveness and trust yeah but they're not the same they are not the Do same not think that if you forgave someone that you have to trust automatically them and trust and they're back in your life yeah that's no. not what that is so yeah forgiveness we we have to we have to give for Nick forgiveness or then we're in sin. 
Yeah, so We're true. Insane, you know? Yep, we're no better than the other person. Right, exactly. So, okay, so we talked about trust and forgiveness. We gotta practice that for sure. And um, I think yeah. our time here is done. Alrighty. Okay, till next time. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for joining Dr. Kim and Naomi on Uncomplicated Truth Talk. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. For any comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at askthecounselors at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Uncomplicated Truth Talk.